Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 178. Uh, we're going to discuss now, um, we touched upon the subject, um, Rabbi Zalik Pliskin's advice in regards to not causing pain to your spouse. And that's a major role in life, and goal in life, in marriage. To do your best, besides, of course, the positive, the asetoiv, to give pleasure and nachas ruach to your spouse. But we're first going to discuss the concept of doing everything you can to avoid unneeded, unnecessary pain. And one of the ways to do that is that if you're not getting what you want, you need to ask for it nicely. with a wisdom, negotiate, motivate, influence, and all this you could do without causing pain, with healthy communication. And what he says, which is a very important thing to know, because very often things escalate, unfortunately, and it ends up being that husbands and wives end up being very mean to each other. But the truth is, most of the time and most of the pain that husbands and wives cause each other is not because either of them are mean or vicious generally they're good people just the behavior deteriorated into that meanness or viciousness due to frustration or being upset by not getting things that you want and things like that And husbands and wives need to accept the fact, number one, in this world, no one gets what he or she wishes for. But at the same time, realistically, reasonably, you and your spouse will benefit by becoming more experienced and proficient in asking what you want in a way that will result that your spouse will feel good about meeting your needs. Both ways. His, him meeting her needs and her meeting his needs. And therefore it's important in a menschliche, in a very com- decent way and polite way, respectful way to ask about what you want in a way that your Husband or wife will find pleasant when you express that need to them. And sometimes husbands and wives resent the idea of having to ask for what they want. They say, of course, I shouldn't have to ask. He should know on his own what I want. She should know on her own what I want. Or I mentioned it many times. How many times do I have to say it? Um, But the truth is, for the people who don't express what they need, us human beings, we could be intuitive as we want. We don't have telepathy. We don't have ESP. Uh, we don't have Ruach HaKadosh. And we won't know. Your, your spouse won't know your, what you really need unless you express it in a clear way. And that's something that's very important. And it's important when you ask for your needs or whatever you need not to use it, use harsh words or give orders. Um, 
it's much preferable to say, for example, could you please do this, or I'm sorry to trouble you, but can I please ask you to, or would you mind uh, if you, you know, could help me with this, or sometimes you need to word it this way, please say no if it's too hard for you, but if you're able to, would you be able to do this, or like I have a problem and I need your help, could you help, and so on, instead of barking out orders. You, you, you phrase it in a way that it's a respectful question and request. And the same thing goes, we talked in the last few shiurim about listening, the importance of giving your spouse undivided attention. And sometimes if you have that need, you need your husband or wife to listen to you, and you need their undivided attention, sometimes you need to ask for it. And don't be upset that you're just not getting it. It doesn't come naturally for most people. And very often, when you tell your husband directly or your wife directly, you know, please let's sit down. I really need your undivided attention. I want to discuss this subject with you. Most of the time, they'll, they'll be happy to do, this, do so. Sometimes they may say, I'm too busy right now and maybe a little later. But, and it's important to do. And some people are hesitant to do that. They feel they may be asking too much or be demanding when you're asking your husband or wife your undivided attention. Or you may feel bad about asking it because it's, the subject matter is something that may not be a big deal to the other person, but it's bothering you. But the bottom line is, is this breeds, the asking for this breeds healthy communication and failure to do so will build up negative feelings or resentments or frustrations and may lead to blow-ups that could have been easily avoided. So very often it's important to express clearly and directly what you need without blaming. Basically when you're saying, please, I need your undivided attention to listen to me, we have to discuss something, you say it in a way that's not pointing a finger like you never listen to me or something like that. You're just asking in a nice way. Please help me out here. And, and, and so on. That's very important. And that's this negotiation of talking about this, putting thought in how you connect with each other when you discuss important subjects of what each one needs or when, we talk, or when they need to talk about budgeting or important subjects of chinech and things like that. It's a win-win situation when they both learn how to negotiate well with each other, not to argue and quarrel, but rather to listen to each other. And it's very important, we said this before, that very often one of the two may have a very strong personality. They generally push their agenda strongly. They could be nice people. When I say strong-minded, I don't chalila mean that they're mean people. They're good, nice people and do tremendous things. But they have a stronger personality. And generally, they push what they want. The other one is more passive. And he or she, the more aggressive one, gets what they want. And they usually, not usually, but very often it could happen that they don't take the feelings of the more passive one into consideration. And because they they are more passive, they just let things slide usually. But it's not healthy to be always aggressive and and push what you want without um, 
opening up to what the more softer spouse may want, but they're just more quiet about it or they let things slide. But it'll breed resentment and it'll keep building up and it'll may cause depression or anger or sometimes machlaikis. If you don't, if the stronger-minded personality doesn't open up to the softer one and soften up a little bit and basically say, you know, I express what I want, let me hear what you want and what you need. And, um, and that's very important. And when you make a request, sometimes your spouse may initially say no. Don't get upset about it. Don't assume that the no is a final no. Very often, by the way, when a spouse says no, that they don't mean emphatically, no, I'll never do something, or I'll never listen, or I'll never uh, consider this. No sometimes means not yet. I'm busy now, or I can't think about it, or right now. No means not yet. So when you hear a no from your spouse, don't just shut down or get resentful. Instead, you calmly explain, I understand you said no, but this is why it's important to me. And the other person may change their mind. Oh, I didn't realize this perspective. I hear what you're saying. Okay, I understand. And you may get a yes. They may be more open to what originally they said no about. So that in the long run, the way you accept a no from your spouse when you requested something and they said something like a no, but if you use it wisely, it could ultimately become a yes if you take it the right way and negotiate the right way and explain your position in a healthy way. And don't think, I'm not going to get what I want from my spouse, it'll never happen. That is not a healthy thought, and it's usually not true either. So that's very important. Very often you don't realize it, that your spouse will be happy to comply with your request, especially if it's reasonable, and especially if you talk about it in an open way of why you feel it's so important to you. And, um, but yelling and things like that does not work. Loud noise does not work. That just creates more stress. Uh, being pushy does not work. That creates a lot of stress. So it's important to do that, to try your best to communicate in healthy, calm ways. Sometimes you may have to say something like this, I realize what I'm asking of from you may be difficult or it's hard to fit in your schedule or you may not find that it's a pleasant thing I'm asking of you. Um, but I really appreciate if this could be taken care of, what would make it easier for you? Like it's something you need your spouse to do that you can't do, but it's not pleasant for your spouse to do. Whatever, the ca- whatever it is. Um, and um, you, you phrase it that way, it also helps. But anger, yelling, these things... It may work short term, you know, you yell, you get your way, you show anger, the other one's nervous, they'll do what you ask and they'll get your way. But that's a very short term benefit with a long term harm. Ultimately, it'll cause more pain and you'll lose out a lot more than what you just gained. And so part of not causing pain to your spouse is the, is the acceptance that even if you don't get your way entirely, 
you could still get part of what you want. And when you do appreciate that what you did get, work on yourself, control your emotional states as best as possible. Here's an anecdote that Rabbi Zalik Pliskin brings down. He says, before my wedding, I asked a number of people for the three ideas they felt were, that were most helpful for a harmonious marriage. The one idea that helped me the most was from a man who is now happily married after two divorces. I'll tell you a question to ask yourself that caused me, caused me a great deal to learn. Before I asked this question, I ruined two marriages. I suffered a lot and caused suffering to others. Now I consistently ask this question, and I'm happily married. And I'm certain that if I would have asked myself this question, my first marriages would have been successful. Before asking your spouse for anything, the question to ask yourself is, how can I make my spouse feel good about complying with my request? The first two times I was married, I gave orders in a commanding voice. If my request was not met, I spoke with anger. I instilled guilt and fear in my wife. At times, I got what I asked for. But like the old saying says, the operation was successful, but the patient died. If you want a healthy, vital marriage, speak and act in ways that will make your spouse happy to do things you need or you want. So sometimes you have to ask your spouse something that may be a burden to him or her. If they don't want to do it because it's not pleasant for them, for whatever reason. And you need to understand when it wouldn't be. But the way you phrase it and the way you explain, I know it may be a little hard for you, but I really would appreciate it. Find ways that it would be easier for them to do. So again, how do I make my spouse feel good about complying with my request? And there's many ways to do that. Listen, this is an important thing. I know it's not pleasant, but it's something in life that we have to do, that you, that you need to do. I can't do it. Please do it. And I really, really appreciate it. You're doing a tremendous thing by doing this. Things like that. And, um, and that's all very, very important. And we'll continue on this subject, Be'ezus Hashem. Have a wonderful day.